Seven of my best players suspended for seven games, and why the hell wasn't that worth 50 points? So here we are with uh, most of the winning teams in the league. I'm the only person with any guts with a losing record to show up at this podcast anymore. But uh, So we got Mike, Glenn, and Chris. Chris, arguably the hottest team in the league, uh, just knocked off the Jenga time, who he was so nervous and deferential to just a week ago. And Mike, you fell out of the ranks of the unbeaten, so how's it feel to be a loser? <laughs> I mean, it, it's bad enough to be a loser, but we lost to a team from Philadelphia. It's like holy shit! It's like double whammy. But it, did you did you notice the scores this week? Everybody was down. I, I don't know who had the high score. Chris, did you get high score? No, no. High score was actually the team I'm playing next was uh, Michigan State uh, women's. Uh, yeah. And they were a team that I've always thought were kind of underrated, and I think that uh, yeah, they. Are you going to do this every week with the team you're playing on the podcast? Well, so no, I, 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 Jenga time I thought was good. And, and, you know, I mean, it was, it was Kip who was, uh, you know, in love with them, but, uh, no, I always thought Michigan state was the team to beat. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going up against the buzzsaw these, these couple weeks. So, so I'm sorry, Jack, what you're showing now, these are the actual final scores. Those are the final scores from last week. So, so Michigan state did get 77. Like uh, there was a point where everybody was like in the mid forties. I'm like, Holy, this is just like a terrible week. Yeah, it was and kind then of a parody week. Friday and Saturday. They, they got all those points at the end of the week. Yeah. Yeah, so Glenn, you've lost back to back. So you, when you fell hard out of the unbeaten's, uh, so you've lost two in a row. So Mike, you have that to look forward to. <laughs> you notice it's ever it's since I've uh, taken over Ovechkin. I think <laughs> I think Rhodes just dropped the curse back to me or something. So he tries to de- do I don't even know what this do a, a vasectomy, take the guy's nuts off, whatever it was, <laughs> and he gets a fine. He gets a fine. <laughs> my guy, I mean, it was a hit, but I don't know. It wasn't the worst hit I've seen, and he gets seven games all because of reputation. It's just bullshit. he headhunted him. Just, uh, he took his head off, right? <laughs> well, that's hockey, isn't it? No, that was it, a little you, hockey. in the forties. It might have been hockey. No, in the seventies, it was hockey. In the nineties, it was hockey. Mm. Yeah, Detroit, Colorado. Yeah, they took each other's heads off all the time. Jack, I'm going to text you a box score from the 90s that you can share. It's literally... So you're going to text me and I'm supposed to operate a podcast, put this up on the screen, share it all while we're doing the podcast? Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the kind of operation we run, right? Oh, okay. This will be exciting. (laughs) 
Chris, I, I, I think it's time for you to puff your chest out. All the shit that people have been giving you about flurry guys. Just I, been- but that's the thing. So you like when this week started, I mean, uh, you were up on me probably seven points. And I never went back too much from seven. I, yeah, I might have got down to about three points. I might might have been as far away as, as nine. But all week long, I was kind of I, – I, I, I could never catch you. And so Friday night even, I'm like going out, I can't catch him. And you had one more game, one more guy playing on, on Saturday than I did. So I called in, you know, my main players on Saturday morning. You know, uh, Gino Malkin, I, I, I called in Mark Andre and, and I called in Connor. I call him the C-man, you know, Captain <laughs> Connor. Yeah, you don't get my humor, but it's okay. And I, I said, you know, oh, we I, got said, it. I said, look, guys, I said, being a government worker isn't always about leaning on shovels. It's not about it's not always about doing podcasts with microbrewers or sitting in your office on your computer voting for curling stories. Sometimes being a government worker is about, you know, cleaning up, you know, homeless camps. Sometimes, you know, being a government worker is about putting out, you know, brush fires. And boys, right now we have a brush fire going on. (laughs) And Jenga time is about to beat us. And you guys need to step up to the plate. And then I pulled my Herb Brooks-ism out and I like walked out of the meeting room and I said, if you guys don't beat Jenga time, you're going to take it to your fucking grave. And then I walked a few steps out and I walked, turned around and said, you're fucking grave. And I walked out of the meeting room and left them there. And look what they did last night. So I came home from a family poker party last night at midnight. And I was still three points behind you, Glenn. But but Mark Andre was on his way to his, uh, you know, shutout. And um and uh, Connor McDavid had not scored. He he ended up getting a great assist on the uh, tying goal, and then he got the overhead. You know the um, the win before overtime. He got it late in the third period. But uh, yeah, I, I I was just very lucky. I mean, I went to bed at midnight hoping that uh, you know they'd score enough points to beat you, and lucky enough they did. But I mean, you had me going all week long. So you I know, had that good to you. Yeah, that guy Ratnan came back and you know he had a killer night on Saturday. I was I was like I think I went to bed and I was like all right I got a good chance because I think I was up by seven or eight. But I was like you still got Flurry, you still got Connor, and those two are going to probably light it up. And then exactly. when I walked out, I was like all right. And I was surprised I beat you by five because I thought it would be like a one two point game either yeah. way. That shutout, that shutout was killer. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, all right, Mike. So explain, uh, I've got, uh, Mike, Mike texted me. This is where we need the YouTube thing. Um, Mike, yeah. Mike texted me a, uh, a box this is score a box score from, from like 1986, I believe. And it's, uh, Chicago against the pens. Maybe. No, it looks yeah, like Chicago, Chicago. Against the pens. <laughs> Chicago against the pens for sure. And, the greatest thing is this is a box score that Darren Pang texted or tweeted about three weeks ago. And he said, I can't remember the earliest I was ever pulled from a game, but I think it was this game. So he got pulled 
a minute and 28. That's what the 128 is up in the upper left-hand corner. He gets, Darren Pang gets pulled a minute 28 into the game after he got scored on by Paul Coffey and Mario Lemieux. And Pang's like, what the, like, are you kidding me? Like, you couldn't have like two better players in the world score on you than Paul Coffey and Mario Lemieux, but he pulls them. But then the thing to me was, look at the third period. Third period, shorthanded goal, Bob Erie. Shorthanded goal, Dennis Savard. Shorthanded goal with five seconds left to win the game, Dave Hannon. All three goals in the third period, short, shorties, and there were what? Uh, another. So there are four shorties overall, all three of them in the third period, and the game winner, a shorty with five seconds left. I wish that, that is uh, a fucking box score. I wish the New Jersey coach had treated my New Jersey goalie that way this week instead of leaving him in there for all those freaking goals he gave up. <laughs> and the best thing about it, it was at the Civic Arena. No fucking branding. If you look at the box score, you you know you're pretty. I think the best player maybe Randy Cunningworth or uh, Everett <laughs> Santa Pass. If you were uh, in the in our scoring team. in our scoring league, exactly. I, I, I think Randy Cunningworth got a sniff in the MHL in the early yeah. days. Not to say I don't recall Everett Santa Pass ever getting in the league. So looking through it, so uh, let's let's play that game for. Well, actually, so, Dave Manson had two goals and a minor. So Paul Coffey was an MHL, or Lemieux, obviously Rob Brown, Bob Erie, Dan Quinn. I don't know that Phil Bork was. Uh, I think Dave Manson was. Uh, I don't think Rick Vive was. I could be wrong about that. Dennis Savard definitely was. Dwayne Sutter probably was. About Wayne Presley, maybe. I don't think Trent Lonnie was. Steve Larmer definitely was because I think he was one of my early. Oh, yeah. I think I took him in the first or second round of the first draft. Um, no, it wouldn't have been the first because I took Gretzky in the first draft. But I'm probably, I, must, I took Larmer early. He was coming off like triple 50-goal seasons. Um yeah, so, and then on the penalty side, Doug Wilson probably was in the MHL. Yeah, for penalties as well. Well, no, yeah. just as he was a pretty decent defenseman. Um, for sure. Yeah, he had a he had a slap shot. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Troy Murray. Steve Thomas was definitely in the MHL. Um, I don't see who I'm, any new names down there. Richard Zemlack, I kind of remember that guy, but no, I don't. I don't think he was in the MHL. So, yeah, pretty uh, – this was been, what, three years before the league started. But but look at the penalty summary at the end of the second period from 1949 on. You got fighting, roughing, game, oh, roughing, a, slashing, slashing. Yeah, none of them got a seven-game suspension. <laughs> guaranteed. Because <laughs> what, what my guy did would have been a legal hit in that game. Okay. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so, all right, let's go back real quick and look. Um, so, the Michigan State won the money, um, and Toronto No Hockey came in second for the money, and uh, Team Sear with 40 points. So, it was a pretty impressive low score, but Team Sear with 40 points got the, uh, got the low money. Um, low. And apparently that means he can't come on the podcast now. Because um, he's in Alabama. He's, yeah, he's taking his $5 so he can go buy three beers in Alabama. Um, <laughs> uh, 
And, uh, yeah, so uh, that's how the money went. And if you look, let me pull up the standings um, real quick here. Um, so, yeah, so Joshua Tree, even with the loss, maintains the commanding three-game lead. Fake news goes to four and three. Jenga Times uh, got Fook Ralph. Fook Ralph. I got lucky right Ralph. In the, right in the rearview mirror now. And, uh, and then the last division, uh, Chris, uh, your your five and two is the number one seed in terms of wildcard teams. Uh, but, but look at Chris's streak. Yep. One five in a row. Hottest team. Yeah. Break them up. Yeah, maybe, I think more? that's the toughest division, too. You got any more speeches, Chris? <laughs> No, that was the only was one. one? Okay. Any, you know, any declarations? I'm still only second in my division, so I'm I'm by no means uh, gloating about anything because, uh, you know, Toronto hockey is, uh, you know, do I play them next? Because, yeah, I haven't played them yet. They're scary. I know. Do we play everybody? I think we do play. I'm trying to remember how that schedule worked. I don't think we play. I, I think everybody. I played Toronto no hockey since they're in my division. Yeah, you play. Well, yeah, you play them twice if you're. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm not, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm relishing this moment because at some point I'm going to probably make it out to Corolla and go, hey, Glenn, remember week seven? So, <laughs> so Toronto and hockey stretched their lead in terms of all overall scoring because it had been, you know, close with everybody. Yeah. You know, there was like three or four teams that at one point were probably within ten or fifteen points. In fact, prior to the last yeah. two weeks, I was. Um, but now he's got what it looks like a thirty. A thirty-point uh, lead on the next best team as Glenn's team sort of cratered here. Um, We're twenty-eight back. Yeah, so I think you're second, twenty-eight back. Yeah. But then there's a whole slew of Jenga time, Fook Ralph, Moki that are and uh, fake news that are all thirty-some back. So, um, but Toronto's starting to separate in terms of the scoring. Uh, he doesn't have very many points against Mike. You have the who, fewest by far. Who did Toronto pick up with his like uh, move? Did he get Ovechkin? No, Glenn no I, got, Ovechkin. I got Ovechkin. Yeah. He got with Tavares and Yeah, he got, yeah, well we can pull his roster up real quick. Um, he's, he added a number of good players. And I think everybody's jockeying for these. Yeah. Well, I lose to the feather bowlers this week and dry sidles right back on the block. So um, <laughs> Yeah, he got uh Marchand in the trade. He got Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he might have gotten McAvoy in a trade, and he got uh, – who else did he get? Tavares. He's not even playing Tavares. Yeah. Yeah, we can't – he's a rookie too this year. We can't let him win. Toronto must not have very many games because he's got That's Marner. He's got, he's got Tavares and Marner on his bench. Um, well, um, so, yeah, he's yeah. pretty stacked. He is pretty stacked. Um, so, yeah, he's a uh, he's serious, serious threat to uh, those of you who think you still have a shot. <laughs> Jack, or, uh, can you scroll down? What are the scores this week? Those of us that mortgaged our future. So, uh, Fook Ralph. Fook Ralph. Is already dominating Team Seer. Hey. Uh, Josh was up 8 nothing. The beat goes on for Team Seer. <laughs> He's got 14 against already. <laughs> it's crazy. Jesus. Holy shit. So, yeah, Fook Ralph uh, got a uh, good start from uh, a couple guys. There you go. Aho, Niederreiter. And then uh, Joshua was trying to right the ship here up on the DC yeah. Mars. Yeah, the, Tim's in trouble. Uh, he lost the Battle of Lawrenceville to Dave last week. So I think. Battle uh, Lawrenceville, yeah. Yeah, I think Tim's done. Otherwise, the games are nondescript so far. 
Colts. Oh. And a couple points on uh, the Spartans. We were one and one whenever I first looked at it. So I'm happy. Which game was postponed? You know, no. The, well, the Philly Boston game was postponed weeks ago, so Philly could play whoever they're playing tonight. That's Capital. the that's the bizarre thing about all this stuff is that um, games are showing up as postponed that were postponed weeks ago during all oh, the flurry and stuff, back. and they're coming back at different dates. So, because yeah. the who are the Flyers playing tonight? Correct. Capitals. Yeah, so they're playing. Well, that's right. They're playing the Tom Wilson list Capitals, um, <laughs> and then obviously the Boston Flyers game got postponed so yeah so you should have taken that into account when you drafted him in the first round that he was oh probably i did get- i well I, yeah i figured he would get suspended somewhere along the way but i figured seven games seems excessive for a hit i mean i don't know your guy like i said your guy just tries to take a guy's nuts off uh, on a penguin no less did he even get a penalty for that i mean if he had done that to crosby he would have gotten seven games yeah that's true at least he got it. He got the suspension at the end of the week, so you know you take him out for the week. It wasn't like you yeah, know a, a day suspension, so you kind of have two weeks where you have uh, you know you're waffling on whether you put him in or not. Yeah, it's true. It was helpful that they announced yesterday that he they offered him an in person hearing, which also means you're getting absolutely screwed on the suspension. So yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't really have uh, much of a trouble uh, taking him out at that point. Um, yeah, because that was that was a fun game. I mean, he didn't have any points, but he had like five hits and ten penalty <clears> minutes, and so I was like, I'll take that. Um, oh well. We we had Nick Ritchie on the bench last week. He didn't have a fucking point, but he had like seven fucking points through through hits and like penalties. Nick Ritchie's a head case. I mean, I watched him for a full year here, his rookie year here, um, and he was a, a very good AHL player. Um, but he was a, you knew there was. Like something always just below the surface, ready to pop on that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Chris, you uh, mentioned you're still you're going to try to go to Corolla. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, planning good. on going there. Um, boy, I just kind of switched all my schedule around so that I'd have three days off in a row, so I could build my cottage up on uh, up on the, uh, the Allegheny. So, yeah. I um, but I do plan on going up for the weekend. Are you driving or uh, flying? Driving. Yeah, so okay. I, I'm definitely going to go. Now, Now the other trip, the the one up uh, um, to Manitoba and, and uh, that thing, September. I am going to be in Morocco on the 28th <laughs> of uh, September. So I don't think I'm going to make that one because you guys are going to be there on the 25th. So it kind of – there's got to be a direct flight from out. Winnipeg or Fargo to Morocco. <laughs> I was how hard would it be to get from Fargo to Casablanca? And I don't know. Seems seems tough. I, but, I think people do it all the time. <laughs> do a lot of people go from Fargo? Did they have a direct flight from Fargo to Casablanca? Look it up. I think you have to go through Bismarck. <laughs> Huge Moroccan, uh, you know, uh, the contingent, yeah, contingent, and uh, yeah, Bismarck. Chris, you've been there a few times, right? I feel like you've talked about Morocco once before, or maybe not. No, that that would have been that would have been Dave. Uh, Dave McGrain has been there, but no, this is my first trip to, to North Africa. I've been to West Africa, to Kenya and Uganda, but uh, no, this is only my second trip to Africa. Mm, very cool. Mike, what about you? You're going to be able to make the trip to uh, Kerala? I am. 
Yeah, yeah, that one I will make. So I will be there. Yes. I don't know how long I'll be there. It depends on uh, vacation days I have, because like I said, I kind of have my three days off, which are now Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so uh, so I can build my cottage. But yeah, I'll be I'll be in Corolla for at least a few days. So Mike, now when when are you getting there, Glenn? Seventeenth. Uh, I'll be there the week the Saturday before. Okay, because stay the whole week then. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just work down there for a few days three days and then uh take a couple days off but i just got things to get done around the house before we start to rent it in may so now would you would you care if i came up there like monday tuesday wednesday because i have those those are my days off now and then like add a thursday friday to it or something i'll come help you work i'm I'm fine with whatever i'm uh i'm good either way i may have a friend coming down too he may he may join because he just wants to get the hell away so well, what day is the 17th? Uh, Saturday. That's a Saturday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if I showed up that Monday, uh, the 19th, that's cool. Yeah, no problem. Okay. I might spend that, you know, go go that uh, route, go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, add on, you know, take some vacation days and do like Thursday, Friday, and then, you know, drive back Saturday. So okay. I might do that. So Mike, Kip, Dave, and I will be arriving Thursday, the 22nd. Um probably early in early in the afternoon, early to mid afternoon. I would think early in the afternoon because we're only coming from Charlotte. Uh, okay. We're spending the night before in Charlotte. Um, so what's that like six hours? I think it said the drive time from there is. Um, so if we get up and going at seven or eight, like we usually do, we should be there pretty early in the afternoon. I don't think there's a whole lot to see in between until we get out to the coast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, not between us. Yeah. And that'll be, that'll be like, that'll be day eight of driving. So I think we'll be looking forward to, pulling in and not getting in a car for a while. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, for the guys on the podcast, listening to the podcast, uh, uh, kind of a funny story came about, came about um, two Saturdays ago. I uh, Before we did the curling uh, podcast, I was working in the yard, and I texted Dave and Kip. We were going back and forth on with the curling podcast because Dave was talking about getting some trivia stuff together. And I texted him. I said, yeah, I think I'm good for the – um, Corolla thing because I got I was getting I was getting vaccinated the next day, um, my first dose and um, and I'm thinking about driving out instead of flying out. And uh, Dave replied in like 20 seconds said, "Do you want any company?" And then Kip said, "I'm in." Um, so in like the space of a minute, I went from just, you know planning on doing this sort of solo cross country thing. Maybe I wasn't even decided I was going to do it because I didn't even check to see if I could take the time off. Um, to oh shit, I'm half committed to a road cross country road trip group one. Um, and then, um, reached out to Chris and Mike because they're veterans of the cross country trip and, uh, both turned me down. Uh, initially. If uh, I had the time, uh, I might consider it. Although that's, uh, we've done so many of them. Uh, it's like, you know, and I reached out, to, and I, reached out to, I reached out to Jerry as an alumnus. I reached out to Glenn as an alumnus, but I knew Glenn, uh, on the cross country. He had, he was going to the house to work on the house. So I didn't really worry too much about offending him that way. Um, reached out to Jerry. And then in the meantime, Mike got back to me and said, well, I might be able to swing some things and hook up with you along the way. And so I sweetened the pot because I know Mike's a big uh, fan of the band and said, we're spending, we're spending our third night three of the trip in Cripple Creek, Colorado. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> so I didn't even know it was a real place. <laughs> <laughs> turns I didn't out, either. Turns out it's a real place. Um, but yeah, so the, we'll pick up Mike in Colorado. 
Uh, but Dave and Kip are going to fly out here on the 14th of April, I think. And then get up. we'll get up on the 15th and drive from here up through Death Valley into Utah and then up through Utah. Going to hit Capitol Reef. You mentioned that on a po- podcast a little while ago, Chris, and had up whether I'd yep. been there. So we're going to drive through there. Um, and then uh, we got a, a cabin place at Cripple Creek in the mountains. And then the next night we got some farmhouse place in God only knows where in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska. Um, so it'll be kind of fun. Uh, one night in Lynchburg, Tennessee. So hopefully we'll get there before the uh, Jack Daniels place closes down. Uh, I'm not sure I was, was going to say when I saw the, the, the itinerary, I was like, Oh, Lynchburg. I know where we're going there. Yeah. It's a, that's a, that's tricky. Cause I don't know what time it closes. Um, yeah. and obviously it's the end of the day and we lose an hour. Um, because we changed time zones from central to eastern that day. Um, but anyway, so it looks like it'll be fun, and then we'll end up in Corolla. Um, so if anybody uh, not on the podcast and uh, not uh, they're still thinking about wanting to go down to the North Carolina coast, please let me know so I can let Glenn know. We're like Glenn know. Um, it's the week of April 19th, um, but the contingent will be there other than maybe Chris even sooner. Um, you know, around that 22nd to 25th time frame. So if anybody wants to get out um, and uh, mingle a little bit and get out in the world again, it's a good opportunity to do it. Jack, have you heard, or, or Chris or any of you, have you heard from anybody else who's coming down, like from Pittsburgh, like is Pat Boston coming down? I haven't even heard from him. I've heard from no one. Yeah, I haven't heard. I Like I said on the other one, I'd heard from our the, the podcast making group that you know everybody was in, but I hadn't heard from anybody else. Um, whether they were going to go or not. So, um, and I think the fact that there's not a group now driving down from Pittsburgh probably yeah. kind of squashes that anyway. But Glenn, what should we expect in terms of weather or, or activity? Just like or hanging out. Like, what? What is it? Just like a hanging out on the beach or hanging out on the the uh, like the deck kind of thing or. Nah, the beach, I mean, definitely we're not far from the beach, but I think what we'll do is I got a good idea for, uh, well, I, I by Jack, I, we have like five bikes down there. So we'll figure out how many people are going to be there, but there's a number of good bars slash couple breweries. So I think we just do a, a bike brewery tour, you know, down the aisle. And now this is going to be about six, depends how far you want to go. It could be up to 15 miles of biking or it could be as short as you want. Right. But, uh, you know, that way no one has to drive and it's just, uh, you know, we can hit that one day. I have, uh, you know, I have like surf rods so we can go surf fishing and, uh, I'll have a kayak down there, but that probably won't be much good unless we want, I don't don't think the kayaks, the kayaking down there is not that great on the sound side. Yeah. There's, there's plenty and they're, they have an off-road, uh, I'm like quarter mile from the, the, uh, off road where you can see like wild horses, you can go back. So if we wanted to try to do that, it just depends on how many people we have fitting in a truck, but you, there's, there's tours you can do. There's, there's just good restaurants, but it's more, it's, it's like a beach town. Just think of it as like a beach town. I mean, every, everything you just said there, I was like, all right, I'm in on that. I'm in on that. I'm in on that. I'm in on that. Yeah. Cool. That sounds great. The pool will be open too, but yeah, we'll be fairly chilly. Yeah, it feels to you, me you like it's, have a hot tub. Does have a hot tub too? Yeah, so that, that, that will be hanging out in the hot tub. Yeah, it feels to me like uh, eight o'clock Bloody Marys walking on the beach sounds like <laughs> perfect couple ways to start a couple of days. I think. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so it'll be good. I think, uh, I don't know about you guys, but everybody's everybody's ready to, you know, interact with people, right? Yeah. In a social way as opposed to a Zoom way or whatever. So yep. hopefully that'll be the case. Are you guys traveling from Colorado to Tennessee in one day? No, we stay uh, we stay in uh, outside of St. George, Utah, which is north of Vegas, right in the southwest corner of Utah. The first night, then we hit a we we kind of come through the center of Utah and stay in Moab the second night, um, and then Cripple Creek, Colorado, then what's a place called Hayes Center, Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then um, Springfield, Missouri. Then Lynchburg, Tennessee. Then Charlotte. Then got it. Then in so. Yeah, we got some cool. There's some cool things to see. We'll do the Pikes Peak. Uh, Cripple Creek is like uh, it's like in the western, I guess, shadow of of Pikes Peak. So uh, we can do the top of Pikes Peak. Jerry and I did that. Um, ooh, what year? Whenever I bought my eBay car uh, and we drove it from my parents' house out to here, um, we did the top. We went up to the top of Pikes Peak. So that's a fun ride. It's an hour. I think it's like an hour up and down, or an hour up and an hour down. Um, but that's, it's, you know, you get to go up to what 14,000 and some feet, um, which is kind of cool. Um, and then, um, we'll, um, we'll go through Manhattan, Kansas. So we get to see where Kansas state is. Um, there was another, oh, we were going to, I was trying to figure out a way to get down to Clemson, but I couldn't really make the, the driving part of it work in decent hours. Um, but I was, when I did my November trip, it was, I wanted to, do the Chickamauga battlefield in North Georgia um, and didn't, wasn't able to pull that off. So I think we can pull that off uh, on this one. Um, and then as we head over to North Carolina, so um, yeah, should be some, some interesting thing to see along the way. Um, and so um, you know. Jack, are you crossing off any States on this trip? I am not crossing off any States on this trip. Do you know if, Kip or Dave are crossing? Uh, Rhodes is crossing off Nebraska and Missouri. Okay. I don't know about Kip. I don't, he didn't, I, I don't recall him mentioning he was crossing any states off. Mike, sorry. Um, I'm not able to join you on the drink fest uh, <laughs> fights that we usually do. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, uh, Glenn, I was thinking like, I'm going to fly into Denver and I'm thinking like, oh, it would be so awesome to just like chill at the Denver airport and have a couple beers, whatever, Avery or whatever, you know, just meet Glenn and just have a couple beers and like, all right, let's get an Uber down the freaking Cripple Creek. It's a long Uber. <laughs> so are you flying into Denver, then Colorado Springs or just Denver? I'm doing Denver and then there's what they call the purple bus. Oh, okay. It's $13. And it takes you from uh, DIA into Colorado Springs. Okay. And then from Colorado Springs, there's a separate shuttle that takes you over to uh, Cripple Creek. Is that the casino shuttle? Yes. Ah, okay. Yeah, I saw that casino shuttle. Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, because I get into Denver at like 10 o'clock in the morning or something. And so I'm thinking, you guys aren't going to be there for a while. So I have time. Yeah, we. I, I wouldn't think we'll be in Cribble Creek until 5, 5.30, something like yeah. that. So I have time. So I'm just going to like, I'm going to take the drunkest, cheapest way over there. <laughs> the purple bus sounds like the way to go then. 
Make some new friends there, Mike. <laughs> I'll be texting you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I went through I went through Dallas's airport when I went to Utah, and and I was like, I know that place. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I was just thinking about that today, Glenn. Is like we we met at that like little Mexican place in the airport, and uh, I I didn't even fucking know you. Look, I'm sitting in the back, like behind the bar, and then I walk in, and you're just waving. <laughs> and, and then when we got to New Mexico, immediately it's like, yeah, can you take us to like Santa Fe Brewing? <laughs> that was a good. That was a good brewery, yeah. 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 So we'll hit, um, we'll, we'll hit Death Valley National Park. Um, I'm not sure about the Zion. We'll, uh, I'll get with Dave and Kip. I have an alternate path because Zion's, you can't drive into Zion like we like Glacier or Yellowstone or Tetons or any of those. Zion, you got to park and then take the shuttle in. Um, and so you only see like a very small bit of, of Zion from the road that goes by it. Um, so much, so we might, I don't know, we'll have to decide route wise that day. Um, but we'll definitely be Bryce Canyon. We'll definitely do the, uh, grand staircase Escalante yeah. national monument. We'll definitely do, uh, Capitol reef national park. So that day is going to be, it's going to be a Utah day, right? We know what Utah days are like. Um, it'll be April too. So it won't be too hot. Um, and then we'll hit, um, I think, um, trying to think coming through Colorado, I don't think we're planning on hitting any parks, uh, national parks along the way. Probably the next national park will be the Great Smokies um, on the Tennessee-North Carolina border. Um, my, my cousin said that that's like one of the best drives on earth. Well, I did it in November, um, and it was it was so brown, and, and it was brutally windy and cold, so it was like I couldn't really enjoy it very much. It didn't look like much, so I'm looking forward to seeing it in the spring. Um, it, it's beautiful in the summertime. I mean, I, I've done it. I would like to go down. Are you guys um, going to hit Cherokee, the, the town of Cherokee? Because I hear that's just a fantastic place. I went the whole length of the park over the ridge, but we didn't go into the town of Cherokee. And I just hear that, you know. Yeah, I think we'll, awesome. come, we'll come in uh, Townsend, not up at Gatlinburg, but farther south at Townsend because we're going to be coming up from North Georgia. Um, and we'll cut up over, and I think you come out of Cherokee, as I recall. You, you, there's a small town where the park ends, but it's before yeah. you get to Cherokee. Oh, Cherokee okay. is its own, you know, thing, and it, it's probably it's not far out of the park. But I, I didn't make it down that far. I made it to the end of the park, but you know, because Gatlinburg and uh, Pigeon Forge are just well for you. It, the, the time of year you're going, it won't be bad, but they're just like. Yeah, it's it's like Disney, you yeah, know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're not. Yeah, crap. we're not going to go up there. We're, we'll come into, we'll come into the park entrance on the north on the Tennessee side, farther south, and okay. come up come up from that direction rather than oh, going all the way up to Gatlinburg. So. But if you make it down to yeah, because um, uh, the town of Cherokee is outside of the park, and yeah, I, I made it to the edge of the park, but never down to Cherokee. But okay. if you make it down to there. Let me know what you think, because okay. that's a town I really would like to make it to one of these days. And is that in Tennessee or North Carolina? That would be in North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, I think we'll come out of the park there, as I recall. Yeah, I think you will, and you'll probably just head straight. See, I just yeah. I went over the mountain and then headed back because uh, my wife's 
best friend lives in Tennessee. So we went down to visit her. So we, we started in Tennessee in Gatlinburg, went over the ridge, went to the other side of the park and then just came right back. So we never made it down to, uh, to Cherokee. Jack, I'll let you know, I'm going to be in tenant Knoxville, Tennessee on uh, April 1st and I head to the clubs in the second day. Okay. But we got an extra day where we're just sort of hanging. We we're probably going to head to the Smokies just to, Check it out. You know, we have an extra days to hang out. So I, I've never been there. So don't know what they have or don't have, but I heard it's a pretty cool area. A lot of trees. It's a lot of trees. Cause they, in the park, there is no food there. There's, you know, nothing where in, in other national parks, you, you can get some food, you can get this, you can get that. There's, there's nothing within, uh, within the park where you can get food or anything. So, you know, it's pretty desolate, but, you know, it's a beautiful park. I, I, I hate to interrupt, but like these two scores are just really intriguing me. We've got 1.1 to one. I'm looking at Jerry's yeah. roster. If I lose to this roster, I am Tricital's uh, absolutely on the block. <laughs> so you got 1.1 <laughs> to one and then two to 1.9. We're going to have to trade our 2022 draft picks. <laughs> well, you know, actually I looked at that and I'm like, shit, I mean, I'm, if, if, if I start to fade here, I know dry is worth it for somebody, but everybody's tri- pretty much traded away their first round picks already. And I don't think Ralph's going to give me the number one overall. So, um, and fake news is the only one with, uh, that's out there pointless right now. Yeah. Fake news is uh, getting shut out. Yeah. With, a, well, yeah, with a lot of guys in the lineup. All right, I need another Delaware beer. I'll be right back. It's kind of funny how, well, they came out of the gate fast, though, right? Look how I mean. Look how the system is so weird. So this is great. So it's got Oshie with Washington at Philadelphia, the score, but then the Philadelphia Boston just shows yeah. canceled. So they'll have to catch up with that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, it's so weird. All right, everybody went. Everybody went for another beer, but me, right? So Glenn, is the situation where you're in North Carolina place. You're so, like closing and you're already in and you've just not like been there yet. Or like, t- tell us about a, a little bit about the Carolina place. Now we, we bought it, uh, just, what was it just before new year's last year? So okay. all, all this COVID crap hit and, uh, you know, it had never been rented. So it was actually, you know, probably a good thing never much better shape but there's certain things you got to do for rentals so uh you know we did some work but then when you know when covid hit last year they basically shut the island down you weren't allowed to get to the house so i couldn't get into it until may like i think that was the beginning of may that was the first week they allowed us on the island it was available for rent but no one was renting because the everything was shut down and uh then once it was funny i was there like mid-may and, you know, they opened up the island that day and it was like a mad, mad influx of people. I mean, it was just like everybody was like they were waiting at the bridge to get in because they everybody just needed a break. Yeah. And, uh, but this year, this year has been really good too. rental season. Uh, the rentals have been really strong just because people are, you know, they, they can't fly overseas. And, you know, they're just everybody's picking trips where you can just basically get to by drive. It, it's it's a really I mean when you get there, it's such a laid back town. I, I, that's why I, we're, we, you know we bought there. 
we've always was it something that you had in mind from the beginning like for a long time and yeah we, we've been talking about doing this for like 10 years yeah, and yeah, yeah. kept going back can we do it can we not and you know because it's not usually like a you're not you're not making money on this you know right. you're you know you're paying ahead for your house and bringing down your mortgage but at the end of the day the rentals don't don't outpace the the expenses and things like that so but, so are you doing this on airbnb or on uh vbro or what, what do you run yeah, through? it's kind of funny they, they have uh it's called a company called vicasa but it's there was a local company that got bought out by this company vicasa it's sort of like airbnb but not nearly as big but they use vrbo and airbnb i'm purposely not going on those sites because last year we did it and the two times we had issues with renters were through one was Airbnb and the other was VRBO. So typically people that are going onto the site that are running it like for a week are pretty, it's, it's a family type atmosphere. It's not meant to be like a, you know, it's not like Jersey shore where you're, you, know, you got a big bunch of party, party town. But uh, the two times we did Airbnb or, and it was Airbnb or VRBO, we had a, you know, we had issues with the renters, you know, the one, my neighbors call me with like, Hey, you got like nine cars in the parking lot type scenario. <laughs> you may want to do something about that. <laughs> so, so we, we, this year we decided not to do Airbnb and VRBO and it's worked out fine. I mean, in future years, I may have to do it in order to. So I have, I have some, I'm, I pulled up the, uh, the draft. Uh, so uh, I've got some potential trading partners here for uh dry cycle. So, <laughs> When you guys get to, when it's getting a little tighter towards the end. Oh, you moved them all though. All right. Look at this. Yeah. What would you be looking for for dry sidle? Well, I gave up a first, I gave up uh, the 14th pick in the first round. So I'm looking to improve on that investment. Please. You're going to lose an investment. Huh? <laughs> less time, less time to be using it's, it. it, it. No, it's, well, it's, 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 it's right, the, the, question. The, the buyer, the, the buyer, the, the buyer, the seller's market is coming. The buyer's market already happened. <clears throat> when is, when is the deadline for the draft? Uh, the deadline is the last week of the regular season of when rosters go in for week 12. So Chris couldn't trade you the, he's not allowed to trade you the first round. He couldn't trade you his first round pick this year. Cause his, yeah, that trade. Yeah, I did so with, yeah, I should uh, actually shade that yeah. one, shouldn't I? Since yeah. it's it's it is potentially spoken for. There's a contingency there. Yeah. Cobain shaded. Yeah, actually, the first and the second, right? Because if um, if you if you win it, then it's first, third, and fourth, right, Chris? That tip gets. Yeah, so that, that makes it kind of difficult for me, you know. It, it, you know, in hindsight, that yeah. At second and third, if I make the playoffs, but don't win the whole thing, it's first, third, and fourth. If I win it all, so well, I'm really disappointed in you, and I and I mean this honestly in that trade, um, that you didn't get as a future consideration, Connor McDavid on his 38th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that would have been the ultimate, 12 years out or 14 years out. <laughs> That would keep the kick the league alive for that long, right? To make that trade happen, come to fruition. Kidding me? You guys are in your thirtieth year. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So fake news. He's still holding on to his first round pick, or he's got a first round pick. Um, I don't think it's his. 
He was a seller though. He was looking to sell. Yeah, like but he's, yeah, but he's he won this said. week. He you know he won this past week. So it's his. I, I think Dave and he he knocked us off the uh, unbeaten person. I think Dave just like likes to do stuff. Well, I, I Dave's gonna go he for does. it if, if if he wins this week and he's pitching the shutout or no, he's getting shutout. That's right, he's getting shutout. Oh well. So, but uh, yeah, Andy's a potential trading partner because he's in there pitching for the wild card. Um, you know, maybe Kip in the end becomes a trading partner because now that he's Ralph his team or Kip his team, he'll probably start winning. I think he had his best week of the year this week, even though he lost. And the Rats are a trading partner for sure. So, yeah. When I traded my pick, I didn't realize how high of a pick I had. I was just like, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were actually, Dave and I actually agreed on OV for a second rounder, but then he said, I, I needed goalie help. He said, you know, do you have uh, any interest in my goalie or defenseman for, and make it a first? So Bennington got, was looking pretty good at that, that. time. Okay. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny. Uh, I'm getting double screwed on McKinnon. So not only, you know, has he been sort of not so good this year, and he's got – I think he got a he got concussion. So you never know with that. That can – can... Yeah, for sure. But I also just ordered his damn jersey. <laughs> 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 I, I really like the Colorado jersey, so I was like, "All right, I'm going to order his jersey." <laughs> which which one? Like the third jersey, or whatever that one is with the the old Colorado logo, like the the triangle with the. I, I love that jersey for every reason, and uh, well, you like, should you know what? I, reach out to the Breakers and include the jersey in a trade with him, since he's got McKinnon <laughs> and the rest in the real league. If he's out for long, I may be thrown at it. <laughs> I did get the. I did get the Chinese version though. I was like, all right, I'm not spending two hundred dollars on a jersey. <laughs> Jack, somebody brought this up the other day. I don't know if you have any more uh any more info on it, but like Jerry went hog wild. Like he was dropping and pick he basically changed his whole freaking team. He's done that for like two weeks straight though. He is he has dropped and, and picked up so many people, you know, it's ridiculous. The feather, I just like, you know, because I get this feather ball is have it, you know, you know, drop oh, it. I, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he has mark. had to have the most uh, pickups and drops of anyone in this league. Well, and he has one point. He's down 1.1 to 1 to well, Jack. Well, right. And it's funny. There's no reason to, you know, Ralph your team for the draft pick, right? Um, oh. So, um, well, Golf Screamers went on a bit of a binge this morning, didn't they? Yeah, I think I'll, yeah, I did see them them do that this morning. Yeah, yeah. So there's the feather ballers made. Uh, holy cow! One, two, exactly. three, four, yeah. five, but six. The feather ballers have been doing that for like a couple weeks now. That's the that's my favorite one. Is the fact that I, I said the over under on an old podcast on Eric Carlson being on six teams, and so Kip picks <laughs> him up and drops him immediately. So I think we're I think we're only two teams short of of Eric Carlson being on six teams this year. What well, man, talk about a guy who just whose game just completely went to pot. Wow. But he like within seven minutes he dropped six people. Yeah. What 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 happened with Carlson? Did like was there uh, an event with him and his wife or something that I heard? Oh yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was him and Mike Hoffman's wife. Yeah. Or Mike Hoffman Mike Hoffman and his wife or whatever okay. it was. It was something it was involving those two guys and one of their wives. I mean, his game is going on. I mean, like it, it's not like his—he forgot how to score. I mean, he was a he was a stud scorer and you know assist man. 
I think he that happened a few years ago in uh, in Chicago. Patrick Sharp was banging somebody's wife. Patrick Sharp is a nice looking guy. I've noticed him on the NHL Network. He's a handsome guy. I mean, I, I could get the Curtis Bound treatment for saying that, but I can understand. Um, I think with Carlson, it was you know he was never super fast, but I thought I think he was always very quick. Yeah, and and I think he, you know, injuries and stuff like that, because um, he was getting he got banged up a couple times. He had the ACL, whatever year that was, and um, and I just, you know, because I get to see, I don't watch, I haven't watched very much this year, but because of Fox Sports West, I do get, I don't get every Sharks game, but I get a Sharks game whenever they play Arizona, L.A. or Anaheim, so I I, I see lots of Shark games, and he's just. He, you can still see he can pass. He still has the same sort of um, accuracy on passes, but he's just not—he's not quick, and he's so he doesn't—he doesn't—he doesn't beat the, beat anybody to the puck anymore. And he's not a very physical guy, so if he's arriving to the puck at the same time as somebody else, he just gets pushed right off it. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I, th- I my when, the last year I had him in Ottawa, he was really starting to sort of fade away, and to the point where. You know, there were I didn't play him every week, and that was a guy who I just played him every week, no matter how many games he had. Uh, what did he trade? They traded a pretty good amount though for him, right? Well, they gave up a ton, and and he's yeah. getting paid. He's getting paid like yeah. ten million bucks a year, and he still has like five years left on a deal. San Jose's screwed. They'll have to buy his contract out. San Jose basically sold out. They 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 thought they had something, and they didn't, and now they're just like fuck. Yeah, I never done, understood that though with Brett Burns. You know, they had Burns who was a stud on on offense. Like, why? Why? Do you, it's not like you you had that that much of a need there. I think if they if they thought they were getting Carlson of four or five years ago to go with Brett Burns, then they would dominate out here. I mean, you know, you have to play. You can find the division you're playing in, and there was nobody in the Pacific Division because it's Vancouver, San, San Jose, L.A., Anaheim, and Arizona, right? Yeah. Um, and I think they just looked at that and said, we're just going to dominate this division and get a high seed in the playoffs um, if Carlson's anywhere close to – and two years ago, he had a great playoff. Um, you know, he was not much during the season, but he had like, I think like six goals or five goals and eight assists or something in 12 games or something in the playoffs. So he had a decent playoff. That was it where he got that goal off the guy's – hand or something it was sort of a real controversial overtime goal oh, it, it was it was against vegas yeah yeah when when they beat vegas like they came back and had three goal i think they had three goals in the third period of game seven or something and you know and vegas was just stunned because that was the year that it was the year after vegas went to the final against uh washington and so everybody's like, oh, yeah, Vegas is like, they're the team, they're the team. And then, boom, in the third period, they take a penalty. They're up like four to one or something. They take a penalty and then tie game in a heartbeat. So let's look at the let's, – let, let's play around with the Featherballers pickup. So let's, <clears throat> let's play a game of can you – did you know either of the guys on either side? So the first one – uh, March 5th, Brett Pesci was the pickup. I think I've heard of him for Pierre-Olivier Joseph. He's a penguin, so you guys have heard of him. I've never heard of him. Um, anybody here on Martin Nakus? 
<laughs> Never heard of him. Nope. Heard of Krejci. Uh, so, who, the feather ballers are, is that, is that Jerry? That's Jerry, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Zach Sanford. Krejci's been on the IR for like two weeks. I dumped him and, you know, I mean, he wasn't doing anything for me before I dumped him. Someone's told Jerry, right, that his his losing won't help, right? Well, he could be going. Well, he could be trying to get the five bucks every week. I mean, you can. There's still. That's true. There's there's still thirty or thirty-five bucks. Um, It's a hot dog at his uh, grandkids' hockey game. Um, So, so, uh, Ekholm. Heard obviously heard Ekholm. So that's one old defenseman out. You know who doesn't produce for another old defenseman in Carlson. Uh, Alex. Wow. <laughs> Goalie for Carolina, Ned Jakovic. I can't believe Tim didn't have him. Uh, <laughs> did, did Tim request his uh, name to be put back to the DC Omars or he just. Oh. Tim, Tim's, Tim's boycotting the season, I think. Um, he's boycotting the season. Well, I mean, he's been silent, and I don't, I haven't seen any transactions for him. So I haven't heard anything from either of the McGrains. I mean, uh, Dave McGrain on the first podcast was like, was trying to get in on the podcast, but since then, I haven't yeah. heard anything well, or seen a trade from either McGrain. Well, so there's hmm. a Dave made a pickup, so he picked up Jordan Eberle for Zach Parisi. Uh, uh, so he, he, so he's engaged. He, you know, he's won some games, so he's engaged. Yeah. Uh, Tim's. It's been a while since I've seen anything for Tim. And, and Dave is DC Omar's, right? Uh, no, yes. Dave is London Breakers. London Breakers, yeah. Dave, London Breakers. Tim is DC Omar's. Got changed some team names. Let's, anybody, let's, anybody let's see if the DC Omar's have made a transaction. Yep. So they made their like. Well, so they've made a few pickups. So there's the uh, DC Omar's pickups this year. Yeah, we started with Tim Stutzel or Stutzla. Everybody was all over that Stutzla. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say any of the guys he's picked up have been helpful. I have a feeling I, have a feeling I picked up the biggest flashing pan. This guy, uh, <laughs> here's, here's the Feather Bowers transaction. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy <laughs> oh, Yeah, exactly. Uh, I feel look at him. Like, look at everything that's 3 7. Yeah. Seven transactions. He just went. Well, no, that's, like that's when it was effective. That's when it was effective. And there's a couple here that were pickups and drops where he must have done something weird. Um, but that wasn't necessarily done on the seventh. It was just effective that day. But did you check? Did you check on Jerry to make sure he was okay? Oh yeah, I, t- <laughs> I, I talked to Jerry uh, a couple days ago actually. All right, so Jerry's fine. Uh, I'm with. Uh, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm curious you about me. I'm curious about me because I've made a bunch of move pickups. Oh boy. Yep. <laughs> well, Holy shit! Yeah, yeah why'd you pick up Ghost? What do you what you seeing Ghost at you? Or well, just, he's you been, just, he's he had a goal, he had goal yesterday, didn't he? He did. He had a goal yesterday. They should. We we need to add a new rule about like you know goals going the other way. He's like a turnover machine. <laughs> I don't think he's alone in that on that blue line. So <laughs> no, no, but he he stands out. Trust me, when you watch the game, you're like, oh boy. So, who do we think's made the fewest moves? So, do you think it was the DC Omars? Go down to Joshua Tree. I'm thinking that we're a lot less than you guys. Yeah, you're less. Yeah. But more than the Omars. I'm thinking maybe that Jason might be the uh, fewest. Jason's... 
Could be. Yep, I mean, zero. I'm, oh, <laughs> oh, holy shit. Jason <laughs> never checked in on this season. Jason's <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't doing this season. <laughs> Jason was just like, I, I got a newborn. Eh. I didn't like how my draft went. I'm out. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Didn't you name his team too? So he maybe he's like, all right, I'm, I'm out. You feel free to name my team. Yeah, I think we gave him ideas. Um, I no, like I think he, no, I think he, yeah, I'm trying to remember. We we definitely sent him some logo ideas. Um, was well, I don't know if we came up with the name or not, but yeah, What's he, yeah he came up with the name. What's he kid number two or number three? Uh, he's two. Two. Okay. They're both young now. Actually, the oldest one, Bryce, is playing hockey. Jerry sent me a picture of him. He's a lefty, shooting lefty too. So that's a good thing. Nice. So. Anyway, I, I think that that's uh, – I don't know about Michigan State. Where's your son going to school? Did he end up coming out here to Duquesne? No, he did a – he's doing a University of Scranton. Okay, cool. He liked all the smaller size schools. So, you know, Team Steer's got a lot of – there we go, that big trade. That's going to – I'm going to – that that thing is going to haunt me next year when he's get a stud player at pick six. But as long – <laughs> yeah, you, know, you look at the stats, like they picked him first in the draft this year. But you look at it year over year, Ovi's Ovi like led the league every year in his score in this scoring system. Mm-hmm. This system's perfect for him because it hits, yep. hims, his goals. But he's just not I don't know. He they, they interviewed him in between periods today and he was kind of excited to have because he was away at Philly and he said it's nice to have the fans back, so maybe that'll wake his ass up. Yeah, it's gotta be it's gotta be weird for those guys to not play in front of people. Yeah, I've been doing I, I got so long. But thirty five hundred is sort of hard to hear. I mean, we could I could hear him a little bit in uh, in Philly. Like, I'm going to the game on Tuesday against the Rangers. First game. Oh, yeah. Are they? Are they how are the prices? Three hundred and sixty six days <laughs> from my last game. How are the prices? So in. When here the prices on tickets are ridiculous. So like even like baseball and anything, it's it's like three x the normal price of tickets. Well, we have season tickets, so I'm I'm in on a plan. And but the thing was, the guy who runs the plan was the only one who could go in and get tickets. And he was trying to get them in our section, like the section that we're usually in, which would be like forty nine dollars 49.50 and uh he said all right i couldn't get you in our section but i got you in this other section and it was 60 dollars. i was like all right that's fine but we'd already paid like we've paid for last season this season next season like fuck it. penguins have our money so it's just basically reducing you know bringing down what we've already paid so we're we're going to be in the section where the penguins shoot twice and it's the first row of the upper level. So it's gotta be great freaking seats. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad they're doing it. I, you know, it, it's it's the aftermarket that they're killing people. Oh yeah, yeah. So I think in they? baseball they're allowing eighty five hundred people in Philly. I don't know about where Pittsburgh's allowing because yeah, it's about the same, like nine thousand. Yeah. So what is it like ten percent or twenty percent or something like that? If you pass fifteen. Yep. For us, you know, Philly Philly's tickets were like a five x up. 
I mean, it was like ridiculous what people were asking for tickets. Cause I was thinking about sure. trying to get the game and I'm like, I'm not spending that much. Cause I, I don't want to be there with 8,500 people, to be honest. I'd rather be there with 40,000. Not... For hockey, they're saying 2,800. And then for baseball, they're saying about eight or 9,000. That's about yeah. the same number of fans that went to every pirate game I went to from like 1986 to 1999. Exactly. Pens win 5-1. So, Mike, have you, uh, I, I think you, I don't know if you remember, were you going to check with Pat to see if you wanted to join our baseball league? I'm still looking for an owner in our baseball league. I'll check with it. Like, um, that's not my thing, but Pat, I think, is more okay. of a baseball I'll, guy. I'll shoot, him off an, I'll shoot him off an email, too. Yeah. So That draft is coming. It's not too far away. I'm, I'm really looking forward to COVID adjustments on a 18-playing roster baseball team. I was just, how, many, how many teams do you have on the baseball side? We have 12. 12? Okay. 12, and you keep 24 guys, and you play 18 of them, so... COVID go starts rampaging through baseball locker rooms. What, what I was doing for hockey adjustments could look like nothing. Have you guys ever gone and done like spring training? Like, you know, done a spring training trip down in Florida or uh, Arizona? I've done it. That's awesome. I mean, it's really a lot of fun. You did it with your son, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I mean, it's just a fun atmosphere. I mean, it's, you know, if you're trying to, I guess see all the the great players. They only play like maybe three, four innings, but it's just a kind of it's just a cool venue. Yeah. And you get to travel to some really intimate stadiums. Just it's a lot of fun. Or, I mean, Jack, you were talking about that maybe for uh, a trip with the yeah. We were actually trying to do. We were thinking about doing it this year um, yeah. for and to do uh, the MHL and a trip and to Arizona with a spring training connection to it. Obviously, it didn't happen, but. Like still like to keep that idea up there. Yeah, I definitely do. I think Zach would come too. Since he's in baseball. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna cut off the record because we're in an hour and everybody will have checked out by then. So.